DJ PK and Utah State football coach Gary Anderson joining us. He's on the Sprint special guest line. Lease any handset and get an iPad for $99.99. Visit the local Sprint store near you. Coach, good morning. Good morning, guys. How are we doing? Good. How do you spend a Saturday during a bye week? Are you sitting there watching film of uh, future opponents? Are you sitting there watching bonus film of high school recruits? Are you peeking at your buddies in the coaching profession and their big games and seeing what's going on? Uh, watch some football. Actually, I spent a lot of time Saturday down at the, the house in Salt Lake, kind of, you know, doing a little yard work and things, things I like to do, and kind of did the same thing yesterday morning and then come, came into work. But uh, watched some football, took care of some things around the house, and uh, it's a good weekend. Hung out with the grandkids, so po- all positive things. It was a good week of football. Yeah, so now you got the conference starting, and you, you'll interrupt it later on. But for now, uh, the conference games, and, and you know, each one of these things are so huge. Especially, you know, you want to get off to the right start, and it's like you're in the same boat, like uh, you know, with the Utes playing a big name in your conference. How do you get the guys emotionally ready, but make sure that it's not overly emotionally ready? Because this is big if you get it, but you still have seven more. In the case of the Pac-12, you've got eight more. Yeah, um, I I agree with exactly what you're saying as far as making sure that the kids understand it. It is a conference game. Um, we need to understand the importance of the conference games. We talk about them all year long, but not also putting too much on it to say you know the it's the first conference game. I don't want to react like. Uh, Oh, it's the first game of the year again. Uh, we've played a couple games. We know who we are. We know what we're about. We have a better feeling of who we are. And um, it's 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 always a little bit more when you're playing those conference games because that uh, meaningful thing that you're fighting for at the end, that which we're all fighting for, is a championship. And uh, you know you have to win those conference games. And uh, you know, a very competitive conference this year. Every win is uh, is a huge one. So uh, you know it'll be business as usual, but hopefully they'll have a little more edge to them. Um, and and I think. These, this group of kids will. They came here this morning and, and were very excited about uh, you know getting back and watching this last game that San Diego State played. How much can you learn from that? Because they're playing New Mexico State, and you know I, I hear you. You and Kyle and Kalani have talked together so much, and now you've all got your separate press conferences, but you say a lot of the same stuff. And you all say things like, well, we want to make them – one-dimensional because then they're much easier to defend. Well, it's Rocky Long, and he's over there waving, hey, we're one-dimensional, we're just going to run it, and yet it works for him. So how much do you learn when they decide to run all night against New Mexico State? Well, you know, they've, they've definitely um, adjusted philosophies. I wouldn't say change, but they've adjusted philosophies within their offense. First snap of the year against Weber State, they were an empty um, and definitely wanted to hang more in 11 personnel with three wide receivers, one back, and that's a that's a pretty major departure for San Diego State of the past. You know, last year their their main groups were uh, two tight ends on the at uh, least on the field, and, and oftentimes more um, uh, with uh, two tight ends and two backs on the field for a lot of what they did a year ago. So they've they've adjusted towards that a little bit. I think they've got to know the personality of the team, the dimension of their team, understanding where they're going. Uh, Rocky is a great. Uh, Defensive coordinator had great success as a head coach. I got a ton of respect for him way back to the New Mexico days, and uh, they're going to do what's best for their football team. I think that's what they've done. You know, they ran the ball very successfully uh, in their in their two back stuff, and 
Um, you know, it's not really a true fullback. It's number 82 back there, and he's a fullback slash tight end, so they can even be more diverse with him in the game. So I think they found their personality. They want to run the football, play action pass. Yes, get into some three wide receivers on the field, but we want to smash you. We want to wear you out. And in the fourth quarter, we want to overwhelm you, and our defense is going to be very aggressive, take some chances, and we'll make uh, big plays on that side of the ball and, and give the ball to our offense in a good position, which happened in this last game. You know, first play of the game, there's a fumble in the Mexico State fumbles it. It's first and ten, or excuse me, first and goal on the two-yard line. Uh, San Diego State scores, and then they get another time they got the ball um, about the twenty-yard line going in, um, and their defense set them up again for another score. So uh, that's their recipe for success. Hasn't changed much. Respect, you know, Brady Hoke's there. They got good coaches on that staff. Horton is the offensive coordinator, so uh, they know what they're doing. They're experienced guys. So in league play, you know, you basically, to some exceptions with the crossovers now with the, with the divisions, but you're basically playing the bulk of your schedule. You're playing these teams every year, and there's all sorts of familiarity. You were in it years ago, then you got out of it. Now you're back in it again. Is it more of a challenge to reacquaint yourself with these teams that are on Utah State, State schedule every year since you hadn't played them in a number of years when you were doing the other stuff? Yeah, it's different It's a, to go back, and I, I really try to study that along with the coordinators and, and the rest of the coaches during the summer and uh, take a look and see, you know, Air Force, everybody just says Air Force is Air Force. Well, you know, Air Force, they're not just Air Force anymore. They used to be. They're much more, much more offense. Um, yes, it bases on the triple option, and they want to still do those things, but they've got a lot of offense that they have, and um, which you could have seen in that last game when they played last week. And Nevada's much different than they used to be. They still want to have some pistol influence in those things, but it's still different from Coach Alt back in the day. And um, So, yes, it's. Uh, I think we've reacquainted ourselves with this league uh, um, with those teams from the old days back in the whack and uh, the teams that weren't in the whack at that point and um, you know tried to uh, understand who we are who's Wyoming now um, so yeah that education has gone on but now obviously you focus more on it week by week when you're in the season how are you going to handle the uh, running back spot going forward with Jalen Warren and Gerald Bright it seems like you can get production out of both guys it looks to me like You'll split it, but probably more Warren than Bright, but maybe you'll level it out 50-50. Where's that headed? Well, I think it just really depends on the game. When opportunities knock, they've both taken advantage of it. And, you know, Jalen's hit a couple big runs um, and uh, has done a nice job hitting the creases. And, you know, the big one he had last week was, uh, <clears throat> let's see, well, DJ, you probably wouldn't have made it. PCAM saying you get right to about the five yard line before you get caught. So that I mean that was that was a big big old hole that he hit the nice crease there and did. That's a great job by Jalen. But the offensive line and tight ends did a tremendous job on that play. So they're both going to be uh, starting backs for us in my mind, and we need them both to be starting backs. I think both those kids envision it in their mind that they uh, you know they're going to get their opportunities, and it's uh, it's not really a starting running back. It's uh, our two starting running backs, and we feel very good about that at this point. Wait, I'm not clear. I would have scored. I no, would not have no, scored. You're no, I think you would have got caught a little yeah. bit sooner. Yeah. Oh, no, 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 no. Follow Tell him about the foot race in Denver. Tell him. Oh, I let him win one time. Oh, <laughs> that's that. Hey, that's <laughs> all I can go is by what I what I really think. So I just I'm sorry to be truthful. But so be as I night. pulled away but, from him, he stopped running. Yeah. So I stopped. Then he tried a sneak attack to run, and I blew away and just pulled away from him again. At which point he yelled. Help! Police! Stop! That man has my wallet! <laughs> and about 500 decibels on a main drag in Denver. I had to stop now, before what some happen, tackled What would me. happen if we had to add a change of direction, a quick, sudden change of direction into that movement? Uh, I'd have blown my Achilles. 
Yeah, exactly. Yes, that's I feel the same way. Yes, and that's the way running backs have to do. Right. It's not just a. It's not a race. I mean, no, no, no. I'm very Herschel Walker. Power, speed, no change of direction. So I I understand all that. You know, I remember when Bronco became the head coach. You know, when he was an assistant coach, obviously he was a head. He was in charge of the defense, and he was always worried about. Statistics. And I remember one year when they went down to the Coliseum he, in the offseason, we held SC to the fewest total yards they had all season. And it was like a feather in his cap. Then they lost the game, obviously. But when they came, when he became the head coach, he said, I don't, I don't really care about that. I just care about whether we won or lost. <laughs> and that's, that's the only thing that matters. All these other things, uh, they don't matter as much. Is, is that your mindset as the head coach versus being an assistant coach to take big picture to make sure that the team is doing everything it can to win the game and not necessarily get caught up in little individual things along the way? Oh, I think that's a big, that's a big part of it. Um, and I, I always try to really honestly feel like that, even as a coordinator. And, and you still want to look at the numbers as you go through time. And, um, you know, after two weeks, numbers don't really mean anything. Um, it's when you get into enough of a uh, enough snaps out there to, to justify, you know, getting some real numbers that are quality. But you want to look at yourself and see, you know, are you are you really playing within the personality of your team? If you see yourself as a as a smash mouth running team or a physical team or you want to be 50-50 run to throw, you know, what's dictating those numbers to be up or down in a good way or a bad way? What's your yards per carry? You know, what's, uh, what's your yards per pass attempt, which is the biggest thing to me. It's not ter- per completions, it's per pass attempt because that's what moves the chains. I think those things are important on offense and defense to study and look at those things at the end. Yes, it is the final score, but there is something. The numbers can help you play within the who, what is the personality of that team that year because it does change. One year you may have the what you foresee as a great defense, and you may see an offense that has to you know go on the field and grind it out a little bit more that doesn't have the dynamic playmakers, and it may flip-flop the next year. You may be able to change games on special teams uh, in a positive way for you. So I think you need to look at it all. Um, as, as a head coach, and uh, you know, I always tried to look at it all as, a, as an assistant coach, too, to be able to at least help the team win. But, uh, yes, winning is the most important thing, but I, some of those, those numbers, I don't study them week in and week out. Like I, I don't sit there and say, oh, my goodness, we need to be in the, you know, the top two in our league on offense or defense. Uh, that, that, what matters is are we scoring enough points to win? Are we converting those third downs? Are we playing within the personality of our offense, within the personality of our defense? That's what I look for in the numbers. I'm curious how much coaches interact during the year. Obviously, you know Jay Hill, and obviously the Jay Hill's Weaver State Wildcats played San Diego State a couple weeks ago. And obviously Kalani and BYU playing at the end of the year. Is Jay telling you stuff? Are you and Jay going to be talking to Kalani? How does that work? Yeah, there, I mean, there's always those those communication pieces. Uh, just depends on you know the relationship, and uh, there's there's some interesting spots to that. Yeah, if you have common opponent, you're going to sit back, and if there's familiarity within the scheme, and, and talk possibly personnel, and kind of get a you know a feel of what the team is that uh, that they competed against, who you've only seen on team, uh, excuse me, on film. Um, and then there's the times when you know people play against each other. This week, I mean, Coach Chad is obviously a very close friend of mine, and so is Kalani and Eliza, and hired those guys back when an A Rod. I mean, those that's, it's, it's not it's not a lot of fun to sit back and watch that game, in my opinion, when you have staff that are battling out in that situation with the scenarios that the that, that they're in in those in those big games. So um, those are harder conversations to have on one side, fun to have on the other. But uh, we do talk scheme as needed when when we think it can help. I think some coaches are more into that than others.
He's Gary Anderson, Utah State football coach. He joins us every week. Uh, good luck this week. We'll be watching the game. Intrigued to see how this plays out, Gary. Yeah, should be a, a very competitive football game. Great Mount West game. Good luck, guys. Appreciate you. Have a great week. Go Aggies.